And the Oscar goes to... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Two Cinema with Love. If you're listening to us in your car, at work, at home, in the shower, thank you. We appreciate it. Hopefully we can entertain you for a little bit of your day. If not, you can turn it off. That's fine, too. We don't care. Uh, But episode number two, I'm Jamal. We come to this place for magic. We come to AMC theaters to laugh, to cry, to care. Because we need that, all of us. The indescribable feeling we get when the lights begin to dim and we go somewhere we've never been before. Not just entertain, but somehow we're born together. Dazzling images on a huge silver screen. Sound that I can feel. Somehow heartbreak feels good in a place like this. (laughs) Our heroes feel like the best parts of us. And stories feel perfect and powerful. Because here... I'm Alec. That was my rendition of Nicole Kidman's AMC intro <laughs> that plays at the start of every goddamn AMC movie. <laughs> so, you heard it, folks. If you want to hear that, go to AMC. Or, or uh, don't. Or don't. <laughs> or don't. <laughs> Although, I will say this. It gives you extra time if you're late to the movies. <laughs> and that's like that, a, that pee time. You're still in line and you got to get your snacks. <laughs> exactly. Oh, nope. thank God, Nicole Kidman. Thank no, God, don't Nicole worry. Kidman. Because <laughs> by the time you still get there, she's still going to be talking. <laughs> so. uh, and, and Jonathan is here, too. He didn't introduce himself, but that's fine. Hello, guys. That's too late now. Okay. Intros have already, <laughs> intros have already passed. Well, no, I mean... <laughs> Be gone. No, because <laughs> Alex took his sweet Nicole Kidman time. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> it's like, I told you I was going to do that, Jonathan. Golly. Anyways, okay, let's continue. So uh, so as we were kind of coming up with, well, what are we going to talk about for episode two? It just seemed right that we were talking about sequels. Mm-hmm. Bada bing, bada boom. It was number two. I mean, what were we talking about? Three? That trilogies? That's stupid. Until, <laughs> until foreshadowing. <laughs> But uh, how you guys been? What's uh, what's going on? Oh, not much. Just uh, working on uh, new projects, couple projects, and um, watching movies, of course. Okay. And, yeah. Okay. It's been a pretty solid, solid week for me. Nice. Mm-hmm. Nice. Jonathan, what's going on? Uh, pretty much almost the same thing. Um, been helping out a friend of mine on a project that she's been working on as well. Okay. Um, hopefully. Sooner we'll be able to reveal that. Oh. And then hopefully even bring the director of that and direct and writer of that uh, short film. But yeah, I'm excited. It okay. was really fun. Did that for like two days last week. And also, like Alex said, watched a movie. Okay. 
Well, uh, I was, I watched Barry last night, finished that up. Nice. Um, nice. And I finished up Tokyo Vice. So, I don't know if you guys have seen any of, any of those. I've seen the first couple episodes of Tokyo Vice, and I finished Barry. Okay. Yeah. What'd you, what'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of that season of Barry? Like the whole new season? Yeah. Ah, oh, I loved it. Yeah. Like, it was, uh. I knew it was going to be dark. I didn't expect it to be like, I don't know, like even darker than Breaking Bad <laughs> at points. Mm. Yeah. It was, it was really dark. Mm-hmm. Um, like all the characters at some point was like, you're, you're kind of like, damn, this is this is intense. <laughs> really? You're, you're all emotionally unstable. Yeah. Wow. But uh, Barry is such a great show. Like there's one episode I think it might be and spoilers, people. Uh, I think it's uh, episode seven, like right before the finale where Barry gets poisoned mm-hmm. and he doesn't say a word that whole episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm and I'm watching it and I think I'm like halfway through and I'm like, he hasn't said anything. This is the main character of the show. Mm-hmm. And he didn't say anything, but like he was such an integral part still of the show that I was like, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Bill Hader, such a talented guy. Mm-hmm. Great actor, mm-hmm. great writer. I like his way of directing. Yeah, especially with how he like in, implements comedy and like a lot of the uh, the um, wait, what's the right word for it? action sequences? I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like how he does that. It's such a like he's he's so good at like convincing you that he is a fucking trained killer. Mm-hmm. And but you look at him, you're like, oh, he's not good at. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna kill anybody, right? <laughs> but then he, but then you see it, and he just he plays it so well. Um, it's just it's a good show. Yeah, I think like. Noho Hank, uh, Fuchs, Sally, like the whole cast, it's just a good like mixture. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Barry's Barry's one of my favorite shows out. Yeah, same. And then uh and then Tokyo Vice. Um I finished that. Mm-hmm. I, I like it. It's a I won't say it's kind of slow, but if you're like, you know, if you're kinda into Japanese culture and the Yakuza, I would say check it out. I thought it was Yakuza. Well, I don't know. Oh, don't be racist. Okay. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I assume I'm not racist. We had a good run, folks. <laughs> I swear. Please don't That's how me. I heard it in movies, but okay. But um, movies I, got it wrong. I liked like the progression of of Jake, the reporter, mm-hmm. and you just kind of see him like when when the show starts out, he's kind of the quiet guy. He's trying to find his place in the, uh, I guess the reporter room. We'll call it. Right. And once we get to like the final episode, like you can definitely see that like, okay, he's gearing up. He's, he's kind of found himself. Uh, he's got more personality, I think to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying not to spoil it, but I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season two, the way that it left off. I didn't announce the season two. I remember seeing it on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. There you go. Definitely check it out. What are, what are you guys watching or did watch this week? Well, you want to say it, Jonathan, says we saw, both saw the same thing? I went to go watch Nope. Okay. We're going to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. We, we have a, uh, we're trying to figure out a rating scale, <laughs> but we'll introduce that later on. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yep. But you'll like it, though. What did you watch this week, Allie? Uh, I've been, I actually started a show called The Rehearsal. With uh, Nathan... Nathan Fielder, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And that's like... Uh, it's a 
I don't know if you, if you guys have seen Nathan for you. No. Yeah, it's his, his show from a couple of years ago where he, like, pretends to help small businesses. But it's kind of like, I don't know, like, this kind of more, like, skits where he uh comes up with an idea to, like, make their business bigger. But it's like a whole, it's like a whole gag, pretty much. Mm. Like, in, like, in early, like, for example, one show, uh, episode he did, was, like, he's helping out a guy try to uh build up reputation for his, uh, coffee shop so he decides to like create could turn it into a version of starbucks but calls it dumb starbucks <laughs> and that like went like that went pretty wide in the news for a while and then they closed it down because they felt like i don't know what was there like rat infestion or something Damn. <laughs> it like a, like a health code or something they sent gordon ramsay in yeah, there. <laughs> but, what yeah. The fuck is this? <laughs> but yeah so then he's come back with this new show where he basically he basically like, like rehearses interactions with with other people, hmm. or like, like, like he's like a guy in the first episode lied about his um having a master's degree, hmm. and he, and he's scared to tell like his boss. So then, so then Nathan's like, okay, we're gonna rehearse, <laughs> we're gonna rehearse you telling your boss that you lied. So then he like recreates the bar that they're gonna like be in where he when he tells her like he recreates it from scratch. It's like absolutely perfect replica oh, of the shit. bar in like a, like a, a sort of warehouse in New York. It's pretty cool. And then like uh, yeah, they have like people that look similar to like the people in the bar, and it's like exactly like 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 verbatim like how they would act. That's it was, crazy. It is it's a, it's a trip. It's a trip show. Is it like is it somebody different every single week? Uh yeah, it is. So is this almost like reality? Uh yeah, I probably yeah, I would kind of a reality TV show, but okay. also a documentary. Okay, okay, okay. yeah, yeah, very yeah, yeah interesting. Yeah. yeah, because it because it gets to, it's getting to a point where it's blurring the line between reality and fiction. Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, because it sounds like I thought when you said the name, like the rehearsal, it sounded almost like narrative. You know, like oh Barry or Tokyo. Well, I know Tokyo Drive, but like Wait, um, what to- Tokyo, Tokyo Drive, Tokyo Drive, <laughs> or what is it? Tokyo Writers? What Tokyo? <laughs> Tokyo Vice. Vice? Tokyo. He almost said Tokyo Drift. (laughs) He he called himself his Tokyo Drive. Tokyo Drive? Hell yeah, that banger of a song. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Um, He's not racist. (laughs) Please don't cancel us. Uh, Cancel you. (laughs) We didn't say anything. Alec and Jamal are, we didn't say anything. That's Jonathan. Keep your hands clean. Um, That it sounded like a narrative um, show rather than like, you know, and then when you started explaining, I was like, oh, it sounds more like reality but not like you know like um like bad girls club reality. yeah or anything like that sounded <laughs> almost one of, great, one of the great shows but i almost hey, i yeah. fuck with some bad girls club <laughs> <laughs> i fuck with some bad girls fight club. every week the old amazing. ones though i don't i haven't watched it recently is it still on i don't know I, I kind of replaced it with um with teen mom <laughs> <laughs> like i imagine uh like i imagine if they're still on it's probably not nearly as good as it used to be it can't mm. be there's probably no fights. They're probably just all getting along. Yeah. Sometimes I like I'm on downtime. I like to watch uh, reality TV shows. Okay. Just because I'm when I'm bored. That's like real cinema though, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. A lot of stuff. Like I rewatch Jersey Shore. I mean, I, listen, oh. we love Jersey Shore over here. Mm-hmm. So if you got something to say bad about Jersey Shore, you can cut off right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then I uh, also have to show uh, uh, 
this started a second season recently. It's called F Boy Island. Oh, you guys heard that that's one? on HBO Max, right? Yes, it is. My sister <laughs> has seen it and uh, has told me about it, <laughs> but I don't know. <laughs> it's one of the one of the funniest reality shows I've ever seen. Competition shows, <laughs> right? You're like you know the you know the premise of it. It's got to be something with some fuckboys, I would assume. So it's like, oh, yes, but uh, here's, here's a catch. Here's the catch. Well, there's an island. It, uh, honestly, it looks like the outskirts of L.A. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Almost like, out of, yeah. Yeah, it looks like the outskirts of L.A. It's like on, um, on the waters of L.A. But um, L.A. Beach. Basically, yeah, L.A. Beach or something. But then, um, so then the show brings in three girls. And they change the girls every Try away. Sorry, go ahead. mm <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> so there's three girls in to a house and then there's usually about i think they said 24 guys 24 guys are, are also living in a different house i think and it's like they have to, to find out if, which one's an f boy and which one's a nice guy you know a guy that's actually there for a relationship and a guy that's there just like you know no, fuck around and then get them the, the prize money and the prize money is like a hundred thousand dollars okay yeah and if the f boys wins f boy wins they get uh they get all the money <laughs> and uh if the nice guy wins i guess they like either decided they want to like, keep the money or split it in half with the girl so then if they keep the money wouldn't that make them a fuck boy or maybe this is the part of the part of the show okay oh <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a little twist secret, in there. secret f boys in this but yeah it's a very entertaining show because mm. it's the F boys are so blatantly obvious that it's hilarious. <laughs> it's just like just watching them just like fall for these these F boys are hilarious. You guys got uh, any new ideas cooking up? Uh not at the moment, honestly. But um no, I'm still working on going up right now. Okay. I think when I'm getting further into um post production on that, I'll start writing something new. All right, all right. Mm-hmm. Jonathan. Nothing at the moment either. Maybe if I spark an idea, I'll like write it out a little bit or something. Yeah. But yeah, nothing at the moment. Okay. You? I've been um I've been toying with the idea of two serial killers meeting. <clears throat> and one serial killer um invades another serial killer's house. But he's he's going because he thinks he's doing it for justice. And so I've kind of been messing with that for a while. Um, in my mind, I kind of know, like, how I want it to look. And so I've just been writing down, like, um, like how the characters look, some dialogue, things like that. So Interesting. Yeah. It'd be like Dexter mm. versus Patrick Bateman. A little bit. Mm. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> That'd be so, interesting. Yeah. Once I, once I kind of fully flesh it, then I'll probably start writing it. And mm-hmm. Hopefully. That's- Sounds good. We can start making that. Yeah. Um, and with that though, so like when you guys have an idea, like what's your creative process? Like uh-huh. what's the first thing that you're that you're doing? Or, you know, like what do you kind of spend the most time with? How do you get in the mindset of like writing, let's say like a character? Mm-hmm. Like how do you like, you know, you have your main character, you start with your idea, but how would how do you guys come up with like, okay, this is where I want to go with it, this is how I want the character to be and stuff like that mm, yeah i think i've said it before but usually when i come up with an idea i usually have the beginning already in my head and the end in my head so then i just like write around that like i write an outline around that and then um from there <clears throat> i can usually find the characters within 
when I'm writing with the outline with the uh with the three act structure that I'm writing out. So that's basically my process with it and just finding out okay, this character this character is connected to this one through this way or this character is like it's like he he or she would act like this, you know, that kind of thing. No, so I'm actually like have you written something that has like a plot twist to it? Uh yeah. And how like how did you come up with that? Like did you start like did you start end and then like kind of work your way back or how did you maneuver that? Uh yeah, that's probably plays into the ending that I have in mind because usually usually I like to throw in a twist in there towards the end. Okay. And yeah, just work around that into the uh, three act structure or or if it doesn't like the twist doesn't work, I can at the end I can bring it in a little earlier, so I can like set the seeds for it to come up. And so, when you come up with the idea, do you like do you have the <laughs> twist already planned, or is it just like as you're writing, you're like, oh, if I if I do this here, uh, twist is already planned. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What about you? Um, I think I would start off with like an idea or like a concept of what I want to like because if like the idea or the concept doesn't like jump at me i wouldn't want to like really flush it out if it makes sense um like for example like you said like the, the idea of the like the two serial killer things like if that popped up to, to my head then like you said i would like flush it out be like okay what what kind of story can i make out of it and kind of like alex said it too like well don't take my story no, no, no! I'm not taking your story, but like God, you can't say anything around this guy. <laughs> Copyright infringement, man. right in front of my ears. <laughs> I mean, a uh, man. That's why he was so quiet over there when I was <laughs> when you were talking. Yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, writing notes on my phone. <laughs> okay, so, what, what was the name of the other one? No, no but um, how many characters do you have? Uh, but yeah, basically that, like, you know, like Alex said, point A, point B, how to get there where I will really struggle the most is, I guess, like kind of like flushing it out or like, um, writing it into a story. That's my like first speed bump. But my like biggest, biggest speed bump is always the dialogue. Dialogue has always been like a really, really like tricky part for me. Cause I'm like, either the characters don't sound authentic. They sound too robotic you know, trying to get them to where they need to go. But at the same time, the, the dialogue doesn't like it gets there, but it sounds like they're robots or like, you know, like uh, this person, this person really doesn't sound like a real person. It just sounds like, you know, fake or whatever. I don't know. Do you guys like when you're writing dialogue, do you say the lines out loud Ooh. or do you just like, you just write it? Uh, I just write it. I never actually said the lines out loud before. I think I have said my lines out loud, like read it and like see if it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have done that before. Cause I'll like, when I'm writing for like a character, like mm-hmm. I wrote, I wrote, um, uh, it was a, it was a short about like this old kind of singer mm-hmm. and he was trying to, um, he was trying to have one more show, like one more before he retired. And he's like an alcoholic. He's dealing with drug issues and so I, I was just like, okay, how can I, how can I figure him out? And so I started just walking around my room and just mm-hmm. acting out like the, the movements and just started talking like how he would in character. And then I would sit back down and I would write it and mm. then I would read it, get back up and just keep going like that. Yeah. And that for me was kind of like, it put me in like the space of like, okay, if he's walking here. How like how is he gonna move? What does he have in his hand? 
what is he saying? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that's kind of the approach that I'm probably taking now mm-hmm. is like kind of just putting myself in the character and just seeing like how they would move and react and stuff like that. Yeah, that makes right. sense. Yeah, I like that. Sometimes the the actions kind of give me a little bit of trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, just because that's that's kind of driving the movie a little bit. Yeah. And so you you want to make sure that it's logical, even though it doesn't have to be. It's a movie. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. AKA Fast and the Furious. Uh, oh, <laughs> cinema. <laughs> hey, I like Fast and the Furious. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when it's logical. But yeah, it, I for me like writing the action is. It's not, it's tough sometimes um, because you're trying to figure out like, is this too much? Is it too less? And you're just trying to find like that, that perfect balance of it. Yeah. Right. I agree. Yeah. So you're trying to tell me that family doesn't drive a story. Drives a fast and furious story. (laughs) (laughs) Family's so strong that you can make villains into into best friends. You can make them into brothers, and you can bring back Han however many times you want. Back from the dead, (laughs) made no sense at all, but it was amazing. They just hover over his body and say, "Family, family, family, (laughs) family, family, family." family, family, Then they rises from the ashes, (laughs) (laughs) and then Han's back. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom, and then he's dead again, and they gotta do it again. <laughs> and it's okay. Rises from the grave and is in the souped up Nissan. I I also kind of want to like be able to sit in the location that mm-hmm. like I'm filming at. I know that's kind of virtually impossible unless you know like somebody who has a house or somebody whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah. But I just think like being in that location, it just it, I feel like it would just make it so much easier. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, for sure. Like you could you could plan out your cinematography, your lighting, how things are gonna look. You can actually move around in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to just be able like wherever we film to just sit in there for like thirty minutes, and just be like, okay, if we go over here, if we put the camera here, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Definitely. I think it'll be. And then, I mean, you can kind of do that with like what is what do we have in school? Uh, what was that? Shot. Shot Pro. Shot Pro. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> But maybe virtual reality mm-hmm. is is where where we're that's going. Where like, yeah, that's pretty cool. App you can like uh you know carry around it and you can actually like create the shots. Yeah, even the fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm. And I usually like to make a uh, mood boards too as I as I go write the script, so I just remember like oh okay I have this in mind. So you're you're making the mood board as you're writing the script. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's wow. I would just remember, I, just remember the tone and visual right. language I'm going for. Oh, I like that. It's pretty visual, good, yeah. Visual language. <laughs> it may, Damn. <laughs> language that you can see. Right oh! Visual language. He went to school. Mm. <laughs> he knows some shit. The vocabulary. <laughs> the poetry. <laughs> wow, visual language. All right. So what do we uh what do we got for news today, John Burgundy? This is the news. John Burgundy. <laughs> John Burgundy. John Burgundy. This is news with John Burgundy. Bitches. So, uh, I want to talk about box office uh, reports. Numbers. Numbers. It's all about the cha-ching, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sadly. Sadly, this, this is like, you know, Hollywood's all about that cha-ching. That's what it's always been about. Yeah. Drive. For for those of you that don't know, that's what drives Hollywood. Like, if you go out and spend your hard-earned cash on watching a movie, that means 
you're telling Hollywood, I want to watch more of this. If you sit back and wait, that means you're telling Hollywood, <laughs> don't make any more of these. Because yeah, a lot of people don't know out there. So I'm just making it clear out there. Yeah. Some people don't know. Thanks like, to y'all. We're going to get more Jurassic World movies. Exactly. In the next 20 years. <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, I'm just letting you know. Do, my, we, my do, siblings we, didn't do know. we need more Jurassic no. World? No. Okay. <laughs> it's time to end. <laughs> it's time Are for ex- dinosaurs to be extinct. I was just going to say that's not I don't extinct. I don't need Jurassic? to see, I don't see, need to see Chris Pratt's ass fucking. Oh. 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 Putting his hand out. Oh. 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 Come on, Blue. Stop that, Blue. That, that doesn't do it for you. <laughs> no. He just goes, no. Say, to like, like a to like a green to just like let a the green man screen. make his money. Like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> he could he could make plenty of money in Guardians of the Galaxy. Actual good movies. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but yes. Um, so overall, the whole weekend, the opening weekend, nope, made forty four point uh, four million. Okay, forty four point four million. Not bad. Yeah, yeah, not bad. Good take. And then um, Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, made um, 22.6 million mm-hmm. and then after that is uh, Minions The Rise of Gru and that made 18 million still chugging along huh oh yeah oh yeah those rich minions going off Um, and then surprisingly uh, where the crawdads sing it got 10.4 million have you guys even heard of that the one with the white girl <laughs> I have not like, heard of it. No, like no, the, uh, I really haven't heard of it. Was in the Bayou? <laughs> have you heard of it? No, I. Yeah, no. that's what I'm saying. That's what's like surprising because I haven't even heard of this movie. I saw the trailers for it. Uh, I haven't even seen the trailers. It so. looks like a, um, kind of looks like a expensive like Lifetime movie. Oh man. Oh wow. I mean, it could be good. I don't know. I Is it really... no, no? But it, would you say it's like a? It looks like a one of those like rom, rom, uh, no, it was like a drama. It was oh, like a okay, drama trailer. So it's like uh, the TLC movie on. On yes. Lifetime? Yes. Okay. So, so it's not good? Probably. Okay. We got 10.4 million people, or $10.4 million of people Based liking. on a book, I that's, think. That's true. Here and, we are talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so. And then uh, after that one is Top Gun Maverick, which has $10.3 million. That's really good. Top mm-hmm. Gun is still... Been uh, out for like a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, over a month. Yeah. Okay. It kind of makes that's sense, it. though. Yeah. That seems like, it, like it's, it's going to be... In theaters for the whole summer. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, like, definitely. Uh-huh. That's like a it's really good, man. Yeah. I guess, though. Yeah. That, that's a sequel, actually. One of the. Uh, yeah. So maybe Ooh. maybe we'll that will keep it. Yeah, we'll, I'll keep that, that in mind. Come up later. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so you said 44 million for Nope? Uh, 44.4, yeah. Okay. Not bad. Not yeah. Bad. Nope did. Nice to see a uh, original movie beat a. Big tentpole IP. Yeah. Yeah. It beat Thor. Nice. And we'll talk about that. I haven't seen it yet, so I won't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just sit here and cover my ears. As they say something, I'll be like, nope. 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 <laughs> what What was, when we were in the car, what was the headline? Oh, I was about to say I was going to punch anybody that says, uh, <laughs> say yep to nope. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, I've already seen like some headlines do that. I'm just like, oh, so you're writing your target list now? Y'all so corny. <laughs> <laughs> they so, saw they saw the name of that movie and like, yep, got that one penciled in. <laughs> so nope 
debuts to 44 million, right? Uh, the best for an original film since Jordan Peele's Us in 2019, mm. which is crazy. Mm. Us. Well, I know how you. How, we know how you feel about that. We'll, we'll bust out the scale. I was about to say, no one, no one on the listening here knows. Yeah, was, mm. I think it was. So our scale is ass and mid. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and Wait, you mean ass or mid or ass to mid? Yeah, it was. It was. Well, I guess ass to mid. Is it ass? You to know mid? what I mean? Yeah. Like, is it like a one or the other, or is it a from ass to mid? Oh, so the way I said it was like ass mid. <laughs> so in the ass. middle, no, like mid, smack dab mid, in the mid middle. Is middle. Okay, and then ass, ass, ass you know, okay. it's bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then what we never figured out good, did we? Uh, let's say peak. Okay. Oh, I like that. That's peak. Peak. Okay, so uh, it's it's ass, um, ass mid. No, then it's, no, mid. <laughs> it's ass. Okay, mid. Uh huh. And peak. peak. Yeah. Okay. Peak. Uh, Ooh. And it has to fall one of those. Yeah. Or, or can it feel like in between? Like if it falls in between. Yeah. Then then maybe it is ass mid. Ass mid. And may, or, or mid peak. Mid peak. <laughs> <laughs> so us. I like that. Us to me was. Uh, that was that was ass. Us. I think that was ass. Or get out. Interesting. No, you said us, right? I thought Get Out was good. Okay. The thing that happened with Get Out is that people like hyped it up too much before mm. I could watch it. And so everybody that I talked to was like, oh my God, it's the greatest movie ever. It's the greatest movie ever. So in my mind, now I'm thinking this is this is gonna be super good. And it's it's it is. It's a it's a great movie. And I wish I just would have watched it before people, you know, hyped it up too much for me, I guess. Yeah. But us to me was that was ass. Yeah, I was on the opposite of Get Out because I'm like, I saw it like the first day. Yeah. Because I was like, okay, so Peel from Key and Peel <laughs> is making a horror film and it looks okay. I was like, I saw the trailer. I was like, all right, this looks okay. I was like, I might as well check it out to see what he's got. And I remember seeing like one review saying like, this movie's amazing. I was kind of like, okay, that's one review. Yeah. Like, it's fine. And I sit down, I watch it, and by the end of it, I'm like, oh my God, this is made by peel <laughs> right right the guy, he had it the in guy him. from mad tv yeah is made made like a horror masterpiece basically yeah. and but uh yeah then the i like barack obama impersonator yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh i'm a i'm actually a fan of us honestly okay. yeah i like it i just it, it reminds me of a it reminds me of a twilight zone episode mm, and, it, and the concept horrifies me just like <laughs> <laughs> having a doppelganger of yourself and it's out like to kill you yeah like it's scary to me i like the idea of it uh-huh i just think like the execution of it no or? it's just it just seemed like there was a lot of hidden messages mm. that you kind of had to you know you had to watch yeah in like a couple times which i mean it's cool but when i watch more it, money i've only exactly <laughs> yeah. like i've only watched it once and then he it's just like okay now you got jeremiah eleven eleven. you gotta know this <laughs> what does this mean here and i'm just like okay man I don't really want to have to do homework here. <laughs> okay, you yeah. know, but I, I but it's a mm-hmm. I like I like the idea of like the doppelganger, and yeah. I like well, us has been out for a couple of years. If you haven't watched it now, spoiler alert! I like that at the end, the uh, what was what was the person? What were they called? The others? The uh, uh yeah, yeah. I just had that in my name. I, just, I had that in my head too. Uh, well, whatever whatever yeah. they were called, tethered. There, the there you go, tethered. tethered. Um. You know, the little girl is the tethered version in the car, and the mom too. Mm-hmm. And the I was boy. like, I was like, oh okay, yeah. that's a good idea. That's that's a nice little twist. 
I also got excited because he had the, the I got five on a beat. And because mm-hmm. we're from the Bay Area, I'm yeah. like, okay, this shit better be made good. It, made it creepy. Yeah. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He has to he has to have ties here because he used Yup for Nope. Oh yeah, the, the uh, commercial, yeah. The, the, the By E forty, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was great. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe I'm a little harsh on We'll 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 wait to see if he does another film and uses another Bay Area song because hey, maybe there's a there's something there. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So yes, I want to go over uh, a few uh, people that have passed away these like couple of weeks, right? These past couple of weeks. Uh, first on our list is uh, James Kahn. He is uh, an American actor known for his film and television performances. Uh, he was nominated for several entertainment industry honors, including an Academy Award. Uh, his movies were like Elf, Misery, and The Godfather Part Two. Um, next, we have uh, Paul Sorvino, uh, another American actor. Um, I guess he was also an opera singer, businessman, writer, and sculptor. He often portrayed authority figures in both sides of the law and was known for his roles in uh, as Pauli Cicero? 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 Uh, a 1990 gangster film, Got- Goodfellas. My head. <laughs> yes. And, um, yeah. He was also in, wasn't it C-Spot Run? Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was also in a movie I liked when I was uh, very young called The Rocketeer, where he also played a uh, a gangster. Oh. Who, 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 even though he was working with a Nazi, when he found out he was a Nazi, he was like, you know what? I may I may be do bad things as a career, but I'm not going to work for some Nazi. <laughs> Mafioso is 100% American. You drew the line. <laughs> I'm an American first. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it's kind of pretty depressing to see like all these uh, titans of uh, mafia cinema like mm. pass away. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of weird that it's happening. Like we had Ray Liotta two before this. Yep. And uh, yeah, two good fellow actors are gone. And uh, James Caan was actually one of my favorite actors, my personal favorite actors. I liked him a lot, you know. Obviously, known best known for uh, the Godfather, but he also did uh, the movie Misery and uh, the Thief. A movie called Thief, Thief, that was really good, and another movie called Brian's Song with uh, Billy D. Williams that was uh, okay. very good as well. You guys want to check those out? Yeah, we're losing sure. losing a lot of uh, losing a lot of mobsters. Mm-hmm. So. May they rest in peace. <clears throat> And next on the docket is Stephen Young joins um, director and writer Bong Joon-ho, right? I don't know if I'm saying this, but yeah, Bong Joon. (laughs) Do I have to do the news, Jonathan? (laughs) No, no, no. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Bong Joon-ho for uh, his films best known as uh, Okja and Last Scene, Parasite. Mm-hmm. Parasite was great. Yeah, Parasite was top notch. <laughs> I remember um, I actually saw it with Alec. I had like a um, yeah, we did free. Uh, they gave me a free movie ticket to go watch or like a free screening pass, and I was like, I've never heard of this film, and I'm like, I'm just bring Alec along. I was like, uh, he lo- he's loves cinema. He loves movies and everything that to do with movies. And I was like, I know he'll enjoy this with me, mm-hmm. and I watched it with. Very low expectation because I haven't seen Okja. Um, 
And when I saw Parasite, I was like, damn, this movie is it. Yeah, I remember we went to San Francisco to see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, this movie is called, um, the new, this new Bong Joon-ho film is called uh, Mickey 7. And it stars Robert Pattinson. Oh, okay. And wow. uh, I think also Mark Ruffalo. And, uh, of course, the Hulk is in the movie. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Tony Collette, who is the, the lead from uh, Hereditary, okay. is also in the film. So, got mm. a great cast going on. It's a sci-fi film. She yeah, was, it's a sci-fi thriller yeah. on it. So She was uh, in Little Miss Sunshine, too. Yes, that was right, yeah. I know some things, Alec. <laughs> <laughs> well, to why qu- did you say it before? <laughs> to, to quote, uh, to paraphrase, um, God damn it, what's his name in Good Burger? Ed? I know these words. I know some of these words. A clock. <laughs> Whoever did that was actually a really spot on impression. Like the voice. <laughs> but uh, whichever one of the black guys did. No, <laughs> no. Canceled again. Oh my goodness. But no, I'm a, I'll just stay quiet. But no, I'm a big Bong Joon Ho fan. Been a fan of him for a long time, so I'm always mm-hmm. going to get excited for any of his new films. And uh, yeah, it's probably going to come out within the next two years. I'm sure. Nice. I'm on that train as well. Sort my respect. Um, and then lastly, we'll go on to trailers of the week. Uh, Comic Con, of course, as you guys know, was this past weekend. Yeah. And you know, of course, Marvel and all the big, big, you know, Marvel DC, all the studios, Warner Brothers, all that DC comics, all the good jazz made a lot of their like release trailers. You know getting fans excited marvel opened up their whole like phase four and five and i'm sticking or something like that four and uh well they ended phase five i think they announced phase five phase four yeah they ended phase four and then they announced five, phase five and six five and six I there you go so, yeah. yeah so what are the phases all right <laughs> no that's good that's good because, oh, yeah, that's a good question there. because yeah. there's so many fl- there's so many fucking marvel movies or people that don't know it's like yeah i guess they have like a certain they have a certain set of movies or like tv show well, they have now yeah shows, yeah but uh basically they they have a slate of movies and then they say this is phase one so like for example like back in the day when they started off with iron man and they Ended with uh, the the first Avengers movie. That was phase one. So basically, it's like eras of like, okay, we're going to move on to the next phase. Moving on to the next development of the overall uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Okay. Yeah. So it's like, so I guess this phase introduced new characters for the future. And then now the next phase is basically like, okay, we're going to start moving into the uh, storyline where the Avengers probably come back somehow. <laughs> They're going to come back pe- to fight. Yeah, a lot of people are saying it's going to be, like, a lot of the young Avengers since, like, you know, a lot of, like, the old Avengers died. Gonna watch a bunch of 12-year-olds fight Dr. Doom. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) Um, So, is that your uh, theory or your... uh, Oh, no. Hypothesis that's going to be Dr. Doom, the, like, ultimate ultimate? Uh, Yes, because I know they announced Avengers, the Kang Dynasty. And Avengers Secret Wars, and those are two separate Avengers movies that are going to come out within the same year. Right. I think that's coming out in 2025. They announced, yeah, they announced it that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what Marvel does. It's like, like, it's like when you say it, it's like 2025. That sounds so far away. It's like, yeah, but I'm sure it's going to be like, oh, we're here now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's next? Avengers 7. Episode 745. <laughs> but yeah, um... Basically, they have a character named, uh, they introduced a character in Loki named King. 
and uh, you saw Loki, right, Jonathan? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. They introduced a character named Kang, and uh, he's basically a time traveling supervillain. And uh, they're gonna eventually introduce the Fantastic Four, and Kang and the Fantastic Four have a connection with each other. So I feel like it's gonna play it's gonna play a big role throughout the rest of these movies up until Avengers: The Kang Dynasty. Now, what about X Men? Where are they coming in? Uh, they have laid the seeds for the X Men, actually. Okay. If you uh, spoiler alert, but uh, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> spoiler uh, the show ended a couple weeks ago, so I guess it's enough time. But uh, at the end of Miss Marvel, they uh, they uh, say that she's basically a mutant, hmm. and uh, the and they play the the uh, remember the old the old uh, X Men animated series intro. Yes, they played a riff from that. They're like. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> They do that real that quick. That was classic. They uh, did that in uh uh and uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor yeah. Strange, yeah. 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 It wasn't that, well, it was more subtle there. And this one it was, it was like you hear the riff. You hear like, oh, okay. like, so, <laughs> like we're letting it be known. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't hear it in Doctor <laughs> Strange, yeah. but you're gonna hear it in this yeah. one. Yeah. He's like But I don't know how they're gonna introduce the X Men because that's kinda weird to I don't know, to be this late in the game and introduce a whole because the X Men can be their whole own its own thing, yeah. Movies. Yeah. They have so many characters. Uh, they probably of, should. A lot of them better than the Avengers characters. Okay. Oh, but, uh, no, I, I love the mutants <laughs> more too. That'll yeah. be a topic. <laughs> no, because yeah. I mean, like, if you think about it, Wolverine. Well, yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Oh God, for uh, poor guy that's gonna be cast as a new Wolverine isn't for a lot of internet hate. <laughs> yes, yeah. he is. <laughs> it's gonna be tough to replace old Have Hugh. There, twenty years of Hugh Jackman. Be tough to uh, see a new Wolverine, but. I still love like the scene of like um, we'll call him Hugh, where mm-hmm. he's in the <laughs> bathtub and he fucking pops out and he's like, Aah! see his ass and yeah, and he's, just, and, he's just, and he's just going crazy. <laughs> so like whenever I have like a big yawn, I like to act like I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, when he's popping out of the bathtub. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you don't do that, are you a big Wolverine fan? You know what I mean? I mean you know. I'm just, I'm just letting it, letting people be known that I have spikes coming out of my right. claws, out of like, my hands. You don't want to be close. You do not want to be close to him when he's waking up from his nap or, no. or his good sleep. Yeah, <laughs> and um, but yeah, I'm a, always been a big X Men fan. I, like, mm-hmm. Yeah, before I was like uh, collecting movies and really being deep dive into them, I was like a big comic book guy, okay. big comic comic book kid. So I like had a bunch of X Men, Fantastic Four, Spider Man comics, all that stuff. So. It's going to be cool to see, interesting to see how they bring them in, especially the Fantastic Four, because I did not like their uh, casting for Mr. Fantastic and uh, Multiverse of Madness. You could, <gasps> t- you could tell he didn't like it because he's stroking his chin. Uh, yeah, you do man. not like John Krasinski? He's as... terrible. I was watching the movie on a, what was it, Friday night, I believe. Yeah. Watching it there, and everybody went insane when he came up. Yeah, and I rolled my eyes because <laughs> I, I saw because I, I heard he was gonna be in the movie. Yeah, I was like, Jesus Christ! And then I saw so like I set myself for disappointment, and then actually seeing him play the character. Yeah, is, wa- is watching Jim from the Office. Oh, read no. lines off a prompter, <laughs> and he had like a weird CGI suit. And it was just like it was like I'm not I'm not I'm not seeing Reed Richards here. I'm seeing Jim. Where's, where's Dwight? Yeah, where's Dwight? What'd oh, you think he... of the previous Reed Richards or the previous um, Mr. Fantastic? I liked him a lot. They should have brought yeah, him. Yeah, no, I think I thought he. No, the reason why I asked you because I actually like that. Yeah, that Mr. Fantastic. I thought he did a really well job. 
Yeah, he was great. Yeah, yeah they should have brought him back for this, and they brought back uh, Patrick Stewart as Professor X. Why not? Sure. But, uh, Wouldn't that have been something? But yeah, but then they confirmed that basically John Krasinski will not come back. That was just like fan service for because I guess the fans really were, the fans were asking for uh, John Krasinski to be cast as Reed Richards. So Kevin Feige, the head of Marvel. Through the fans a bone. Well, not me, obviously. But <laughs> <laughs> he's like, I don't want this bone. Through the the bone, fans of a bone, and uh, yeah, right, cast, right, right. cast him in a role for that brief for that brief segment in the movie. Okay, but yeah, um, yeah, it's a lot of Marvel stuff coming. I saw. The- <laughs> Get ready, people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about I say if you thought if we had enough Marvel here. <laughs> You're in for You're more. You're in for it. You're in for way more. I saw the um, I saw the John Wick trailer, mm-hmm. and I, it's kind of weird because they're just calling it John Wick. Oh, and oh, look. I thought it was called like John Wick Baba Yaga or something. Oh, because I had just saw in the trailer it just said John Wick, in March twenty fourth, twenty twenty three. Yeah, maybe they haven't revealed the full title yet. But okay. I remember seeing like John Wick. Damn, Wick, I haven't Baba seen it. Yaga. Yeah, because I'm like, what? I'm, I was like, I was instantly confused. <laughs> Like, I have not seen that trailer yeah. yet. So uh, talk to me more about it. Like, uh, it, it looks pretty good. Um, got Donnie Yen in there. Who? Uh, Donnie Yen. He's a martial artist. He's uh, played. It oh Ma- he played yes, Ant Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie Yen. <laughs> Jamal looking at me like, who? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> he was also. Uh, he was in Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, he was a blind Jedi. Yeah, or blind like blind. <laughs> so I was like, wow. I mean, uh, Jamal's like, wow. Yeah, I don't know these words. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> nod and smile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, he's a very uh, hold on, hold on. I got you. I got you. Prolific uh, martial artist. Okay. I feel like if I see his face, I'll probably. Oh yeah, yeah, probably not. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the trailer looks good. Um, I mean, Keanu is—he's kind of got John Wick down. His hair is amazing. Uh, one thing I like about John Wick is like it feels real. Yeah. Like. There's movie action scenes, but then John Wick is like, no, this is, it's a movie action scene, but it feels real at the same time. And so I think they've they've kind of really figured that out, and I like that style of it. Um, I'm excited to see it. All the John Wicks have been amazing so far. Mm -hmm. So that one should be pretty good, too. I do, yeah. Um, Like, at the end of the third one, because I I don't know, I went in with the notion that the third one's going to be the last one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. to see him, like, take that massive fall... (laughs) And survive. Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Well, sorry for like what four year old movie. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. But yeah, like watching him take that mass fall be like basically like, oh, we gotta have this sequel set up. Yeah. Kind of stuff. I was kinda like, uh, I don't know. I think they should end it here. But seeing the trailer, I was like, okay. He did this can be a fun action movie. He did smash super hard at the end of the Yeah. He should have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they took they took a page from Fast and the Furious. Oh no. It's like, no, he's not dying. <laughs> and then uh yeah, they're I know they're making a John Wick TV show as well about No. Uh, uh I believe it's called The Continental and mm. uh, it will be about uh remember his boss Winston the black guy? Uh, no, 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 the, no, no, no. The, uh, the shorter, British guy, right? yeah, the shorter British guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, it's gonna be about a younger him, like. Uh, so how the Continental kind of became? Yeah, thing? basically. Okay. How okay. He, yeah, how he that like, should be interesting. Yeah, seeing basically his initiation to the. Oh, world. so it's a spinoff, almost basically. Yeah. Spin-off, okay. Prequel kind of thing. Yeah. And then I know they're making another spinoff of uh, honored Ana de Armas playing the. Uh, remember the John Wick three with the uh, ballerinas? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're making a movie about that. 
side of the John Wick universe. So they're really trying to well, make Anna a Darmus whole, make a cinematic universe, huh? Yeah. Anna Darmus is going to be a part of that. Yeah, she's the star. Oh, what, she's uh, really good. What show? What channel or stream channel? What streaming, streaming services is is channels? Yes, the young people are like, what's that? Channel? Why can't I just watch it here? I want it on my on, phone <laughs> on Hulu, Disney, Netflix Plus. But no, uh, I believe that's gonna be on Showtime. I could oh, be wrong. Ooh. HBO, come on! I could be wrong, but you could have yeah. gotten it. HBO. That's, that's gotta be an HBO. slipped it through your hands. Like, I'm like who no, owns no. John Wick? Like the company that owns John Wick, like Universal, I think. Is it? I can't remember. Should I look it up? Whatever. Jamie? Yeah, just look it up. Look it up, Jamie. That's got to be That's gotta be HBO. Whatever company owns John Wick, and they have a streaming service, they'll probably be on there. Yeah. I'm assuming. I would I would hope. <laughs> that seems like that's tailor-made for like... HBO Max, yeah. yeah. That'd be great. Or we just, we're just simps for HBO Max. <laughs> we do like HBO Max a lot. We do. <laughs> Shoot us. It's great. <laughs> Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Work something out, Lionsgate and HBO. A lot yeah. of Lionsgate movie has been on um, Netflix, but I don't think like it'll be a Netflix yeah. series. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah, I'm looking forward to John Wick. I mean, if they wanted to be canceled after about a season or two, <laughs> <laughs> a season, and a, season and a half. Yeah. Whoo! But yeah, then uh, there was the other uh, DC trailers that they released: Black Adam and Shazam. Yeah. Um. Those are movies. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jamal's looking at us like, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just like, okay, those are movies. No, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, I'm looking forward to both of them. I liked the first Shazam a lot. Yeah, the first Shazam was. Yeah, it looks actually, like yeah, really it looks like it's gonna be thing. more of the same fun stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, black like the Eminem song, Jamal. I recommend your big Eminem fan. They put a Eminem song in it in what? the trailer. Oh, okay, Shazam, and, uh, Shazam two, two, yeah. And uh, I've seen pieces of Shazam one. Just a little bits. <laughs> I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen the part where uh, they're in the store uh, yeah. and they're buying beer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's a fun movie. Yeah. That's also on HBO Max, I think. So. Well, maybe I might have to watch <laughs> one day. <laughs> right before we see uh, Shazam 2. <laughs> and uh, they also released Black Adam. Uh, this is The Rock's uh, starring role. And the Jesus is a uh, as he keeps saying the hierarchy of power is about to change. Is that what he keeps saying? always? He, keeps, he says it all the time. Every Anytime time when the black Adam mentions, he's like hierarchy of power is about to change. I mean, but he's kind of got a track record here. Yeah, I don't know. I will he say likes being in the jungle, <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean he does? Have you ever seen the movies? <laughs> well, Hobbs and Shaw. No, I'm just kidding. He was in the jungle too. That's true. In that one, Jumanji. Yeah, Jumanji. Was he in the jungle in Jumanji? In the horns? Like towards the end, where he was on the island. Oh yeah. snap! He was when, he, when <laughs> he's holding a helicopter by a chain. <laughs> he's like because, <laughs> because only the Rock can do that. Oh yeah, he did the uh, Jungle Cruise. Yeah, he's a Jungle. He likes cruise. being in the jungle. I don't jungle know why, Cruise. But. The uh, uh, what is the other one? Jumanji, and then um, Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, he likes being in the jungle. And. Uh, the rundown was in the in the that's jungle too. That's right. right, yeah. That's a long time ago. Yeah. No, no, no. But he, he doesn't he don't don't speak about that one. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not that. That um he was talking about in an interview in Jimmy Kimmel Live that um he did uh like commentary for I think National Geographic for Shark Week. 
He's hosting Shark Week. Yeah, that, that he was hosting it, and then he said that um, they kept on asking him for a long time to do it, and he kept on like, "No, I'm not into it. You know, I don't think so." Until they finally like say, "We'll do anything for you to get on 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 board for the like you know the show," and then he said, "Okay, I'll do it if we do it on my home island, like in 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 uh, in um, Hayward." <laughs> <laughs> the great island of Hayward. Rob, if you're listening, we claim you, buddy. Okay? You're not you're not from Miami. Okay? You're from Hayward, California. <laughs> you That's, are a Hayward boy. That is the Bay Area. Home, and, and home we, of the hot Cheeto. And we, <laughs> and we claim you, okay? You're not Miami. You're Hayward. Okay? End of that debate. Uh, God, but yes, mm-hmm. he was only gonna do the or host like you know Shark Week if like they did it in his home, like uh, like the islands and all that. Okay. And they did that, so he was like, "I'm gonna do it." Interesting. The, the only mm-hmm. thing that I've seen, why well, I've seen like him in the suit, and that kind of I just his traps. He's such a big man that it looks goofy. It does almost. Look but goofy. I'm like, why but, couldn't you go to his neck? Yeah. But that's actually kind of how the character kind of looks. It, it's accurate. It's a very, yeah, very it's much very a comic good, book yeah. character. But seeing it in real life, it's, it's like, yeah, this just, is weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, oh, yeah. Remember the scene in the trailer where uh, he's flying? Yeah. And uh, he's, he's <laughs> right next to Jets. Yeah. And it looks so funny because it's like, he just like kind of descends down slowly. He looks like a, it looks like a giant mound of like meat. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's flying down. Like, and it's like, it's like. It doesn't have a cape, so it doesn't yeah. look aerodynamic at all. Just like a, it's, it's like an object, yeah. like flying down, and he smashes the jet, and it's all, it always makes me laugh every time I see it. <laughs> Dang! So he kills Maverick. <laughs> <laughs> he, he killed Tom Cruise. <laughs> he kills Tom Cruise. Uh, Spoiler alert! Not gonna. But um, but yeah, I'm, um, I know Black Adam from the, you know obviously the comics and stuff. Yeah, I seen the cartoon one. Yeah, yeah, and, that was really good. He's a he's a He's usually a villain, mm-hmm. but uh, over the years he's become more of an anti-hero. He's basically uh, he's connected to Shazam. Okay. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and uh, he's basically like evil Shazam. And um, it looks like in this movie he's gonna start off as a villain, and be more become more of an anti-hero. And uh, there's a there's a new there's an actual another team, uh, the Justice Society of America in the film. They're basically the Justice League, but older from an older generation. I don't know how they're gonna do in this movie because it looks modern day, but um, but yeah, you got characters like Hawkman and uh, Doctor Fate and uh, Adam Smasher, and then another character I think is called Cyclone. And it sounds I only like, know like two of the names that he yeah. said. <laughs> and uh, it's basically these, it feels like the Rock is setting up his own part of the DC universe. That uh, I guess because I guess we're about to keep saying the hierarchy of power wants is about to change. <laughs> Uh, keep saying that every time. If the Rock says now, it, oh, say it again. I was gonna say if the Rock says it, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. Now I have a question for you, Alec. Yes. Do you think there's ever gonna be a time when Shazam and Black Adam are gonna meet? Yeah. Awesome. That's but, all I want. But I know But I know the. But yeah. But I know the internet wants uh, him to go up against Superman. That's gonna be kind of tough because they don't have a Superman right now, right? I think oh, is got... Henry Cavill still on on board, or did he leave? Uh, they, I don't. Know. <laughs> it's always it's always like up in the air because like very much up in the air, yeah. Yeah, because like you never know what DC. Like first Henry Cavill leaves, then he comes back, and then 
He's off They're doing really... The Witcher on Netflix. Yeah. So it's like, who knows at this point? You just get Idris and he could be Black Superman. <laughs> and then it they all were, comes full I don't circle. know how serious they were, but there was a talks of Jordan, uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan being uh, Superman. Sure, why not? <laughs> no, no, I don't know. Black I just wanted Superman. to know. I just wanted to know your guys' opinions on that. Um, Cause I know, yeah, I remember that. Um, Cause I know there's already a black Superman in the comic books, but it's mm. not it's not Clark Kent, right? And I know it's Jerome Willis. Jerome Willis. <laughs> <laughs> Tyree. Tyree. <laughs> but no, there's a, there's a yeah, there's a black Superman already in the comics. A separate character mm. from Clark Kent. But I remember they do want to make a um, Superman movie with a black Clark Kent. Mm. So I don't know if they're still doing that or they're just gonna make a movie about just uh, the uh, separate Black Superman. So we'll see. I don't know. DC's weird. They don't have like a a set plan like uh, Marvel does. Yeah, they're just kind of like, oh, okay, throw this out. <laughs> Harley Quinn movie. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> see what sticks. Yeah, <laughs> throw a bunch of money at it. <laughs> <laughs> Joker, Joker two. Yeah, sure. Why not? Do the number one of that. I don't know. <laughs> it, it sounds good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those yeah. are the DC trailers, but then the Marvel trailer, that was, uh, they sh- I know they showed, uh, they showed the Guardians of the Galaxy trailer inside Comic-Con, so we won't be able to see it yeah. for quite a long while. Mm. Volume three. Only the fans saw it in there, but, um, we, they released the, uh, Black Panther Wakanda Forever trailer. Mm-hmm. A long time coming. That's yep. all I gotta say. Because it's coming up, and we weren't seeing anything. I was getting coming worried. Coming out in November. A lot of anticipation for this one because you know Chadwick Boseman passed away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they decided not to recast the role, and um, so I was very, uh, I wasn't sure how to feel about it because I'm like, even though it's like, uh, you know, it's very sad Chadwick passed away. He was a very talented man. It just feels like there's a lot. There's a lot to do with the character of T'Challa, Black Panther, that is gonna be like I don't know, like stuck in the uh, in the ether. Because I'm just kind of like, okay, so where who are you gonna focus on now? Mm-hmm. Like how do you? Yeah, yeah. It's like so it's kind of like it's kind of weird. Yeah. So <laughs> sorry, um, <laughs> Jonathan is waving his hand. I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> um, I was, I was gonna say, up, um, <laughs> as my sister and I were watching the trailer for um, Black Panther, we noticed there was a whole like trending thing on Twitter, and I don't know if you've seen it, Alec. Well, I was about to say, like, what do you guys think of the trailer? But you had to be, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm over here. No, because it's, it's aside from the trailer, but like yeah. there was a, a whole like tweet, uh, trending tweet that said recast T'Challa mm. Mm, and that's the yeah. fans mm-hmm. talking wow so that's what I'm saying it's a little late for that yep Seems no no I know it's late for that they but already like, filmed the movie yeah. so, I mean it's Marvel so they could probably like add in a character yeah <laughs> last minute but uh but yeah what did you guys think of the trailer I thought it was I thought it was interesting mm-hmm. um because they, I mean it is you know that that kind of cloud mm-hmm. of like how can you move on you know uh, how could you with you know with what happened yeah uh, but I thought the trailer was good um, it may garner my interest to go see it mm. so oh yeah if you guys don't know John, uh, Jamal's not really a, a, a superhero film guy no, not whatsoever yeah so 
The only ones that I would that I like, uh, The Dark Knight, uh, and that's probably about it. I'll watch them though, but I'm not. Right, gonna, yeah, I'm not running out. I know. Yeah, well, yeah. To be fair, The Dark Knight doesn't have superpowers. He just has gadgets. I like Joker too. Again, doesn't have powers. Well, so why do you? So you have to have no, powers no. to be a superhero? No, no, no. Because you say you don't like superhero movies. So I'm like. Maybe that's what the maybe I'm just trying to find like the the connection like or the disconnect in this case. I think I he likes the more street level guy. Right. I like the hood. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think it's just for me. It's like there's so many of it, so mm. much of it, where it's just like oh, you kind of have to like you know mm-hmm. it's bland. You got to watch a whole bunch of them to understand every single thing. Which oh, no, this is Marvel, cool, which is cool. <laughs> Yeah, um, understandable. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I did watch Wandavision. I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. So I might jump into some superhero stuff. If you guys drive me to the theater and buy my ticket and my snacks <laughs> and your snacks, we will take a trip to go see Black Panther together. How right, about that? Ooh, but you're buying you're <laughs> buying my snacks. Okay, <laughs> I'll get you your your candies. I like chocolate covered raisins. <laughs> you put it to put it in the popcorn and mix it in there. Oh no, I'm not a savage. Oh yeah, you know, <laughs> not an animal. Yeah, I, thought, yeah. <laughs> I don't like my foods touching. I just, I just like, <laughs> like my chocolate covered raisins. I don't need popcorn too. That's kind of what. So what you guys go to snack real quick at the movies? Oof, nachos Ooh. and popcorn for me. Okay, that's a lot. I like those uh, sour straws. I like those a lot. I like to eat those. Do you get a drink or is no flatbread pizza still in the in the mix? Who flatbread pizza? Because I don't know. I don't know. Does that count? Because I know not all theaters have that. Wait, what? Yeah, flatbread <laughs> pizza. Oh, is that like you said flacket pizza? <laughs> no, flatbread pizza. Uh, I don't know. I thought you said flaccid. I, I haven't. I haven't bought <laughs> food fruit from AMC in forever, so I don't know. Uh oh. Mm. So what? <laughs> they don't know him. <laughs> They uh, know me by name. They're gonna watch. Uh, watch this guy, Alec Douglas. He he doesn't buy any. Wears a trench coat. He just he just gives studio money, not us. He, he wears a trench coat every time he goes to the movies. <laughs> Brings in those straw candies. Oh my god! He brought in a whole Popeyes chicken. <laughs> what is happening? He brought in a raw chicken and a rotisserie. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why I look by the seats all the way in the back. They have an outlet back there. Just, just in there check, out this, check out this freak in this chicken. <laughs> just, just, hey, you want a drumstick? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get in on this. Oh, uh, shit. But yeah, uh, yeah. Usually um, for drinks, um, I usually get like a, I don't know, like a Diet Coke or like a, a Powerade. I don't why, know. Why do you get a Diet Coke? Because I'm on a, I'm on a diet, sir. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it's because we have drinks anyway. Because you know, how, like some people try to like balance it. Oh, I'm gonna get a slice of pizza. I'm gonna get hot dog, some popcorn, and a nachos, and then give me a diet coke. No, I'm trying to watch my. Even <laughs> diet. <laughs> trying to watch my figure. Uh, either a diet coke or a sprite, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got a lot into like. <laughs> I'm waiting for you, Jonathan. <laughs> okay. 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 No, uh, I'm getting into a lot of like either Coke Cherry or Grape Sprite. Okay, pretty yeah. good, yeah. All right. I'm not a big fan of those uh, Coke machines. Why not? Because a lot of because majority of the time the the taste of the other sodas mixing together with what I, what I actually want, Ooh. 
And you know, it's one of those machines where it's like you can have any Coca Cola yeah. brand. You, you can want. mix them all together, yeah, and, and then like, yeah. like I get a mix of Sprite. Like, yeah, because I think it like stays Fanta. in the yeah. in the filter and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they get in the filter, and yeah, it's like it's just, then it turns out gross, and I don't mm. want it anymore. It's not fun, guys. I'll do like I'll do like a slushy maybe. Ooh, a good icy. Yeah, icy. Yeah, I like those. Yeah, yeah. dope. Well, yeah, what did you think of the uh, Black Panther trailer, Jonathan? I think it'll be all right. Oh, you're so corny. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm actually excited. Um, I <laughs> what? I hate you. It was so corny. I'm like one of those film critics. A big yup for nope. <laughs> <laughs> Felt exactly like that. He probably started it. Oh, no. The trailer. Oh, the trailer for Black Panther is out. And let us tell you, it's going to be all right. <laughs> but, but yeah, go ahead. No, um, I'm very excited, like, for um, the villain. Like, that's weird to say for, like, mm, but yes. I'm very excited to mm-hmm. see the villain aspect and, like, how they're going to bring all that to life. Because Namor. Yeah, Namor and, like, the battle between, like, Wakanda and, you know, I don't know what they're called, the Atlanteans? Or what, I don't know what they call. Um, they had a new name for it now. Mm. I, I saw it this morning. I forgot what the name is exactly. Gotcha. But um, yeah. And the the uh, person that they casted apparently is Mexican. So I was like, oh wow, yeah, it's that's really good. Okay. Mayan culture, influenced. yeah, yeah, nice. It was yeah, yeah, very really act, well. very talented actor Tenoch Huerta in the movie. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see what he'll yeah portray uh-huh. on the big screen. But yeah, I like the trailer a lot. Uh, it looks it looks beautiful, mm-hmm. like better than uh, I'm so used to the MCU movies having like a standard look. Mm. That I get surprised when anytime I'm like, oh wow, this looks composed. <laughs> <laughs> so you're this not has... impressed with Miss Marvel? I'm just kidding. Uh, Miss Marvel looked nice. They had it. I like how they're yeah. allowing each like kind of like. I guess character to have their own style and feel now. For, uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't know what happened there. Oh but, God! Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think it looks beautiful. And uh, Ryan Coogler is an extremely talented director, so I shouldn't be surprised that it looks great. But um, yeah, I'm just like I'm. I'm more worried about the script than anything mm. else, just to see how it goes. But yeah, I and I like how. It felt very. Uh, it felt like a very passionate movie. It felt like everybody was like giving their hundred and ten percent, and that's a uh, that's nice to see. Yeah. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I know this is like the first trailer and like you know that they've shown, but I feel like they didn't really give much, which is you know understandable because all they really gave was like mm-hmm. the like I guess the tribute to like you know the Chala tribute showing off the yeah. Uh, it did give a, it did kind of show like the origin of Namor, a little bit, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. But like I felt like almost like the first half of the trailer is just all about like, kind of everybody getting over like, the death, of like T'Challa or mm-hmm. whatever, and like and I was like oh wow like and then like the last bit of it is like, oh yeah we're we're introducing Namor and like that's gonna be a big battle. Well, I think like that's how I felt the the trailer and like in my opinion. Well, I think they they kind of had to do that. Right, like I, I mean, if it's the first trailer, I don't think they're gonna, they don't want to come out and like totally gloss over it. Mm-hmm. So I think they were probably like, okay, we'll address it, um, you know, we'll pay our respects, but then we're gonna, we gotta build the movie, yeah. You know, so it, it's tough because it's like 
you you do have to build the movie, but you also want to make sure that you are, you know, paying respects to Chadwick though. Mm-hmm. So. I think that's why I respect uh, trailer editors a lot because you know there's some trailers that reveal the whole plot of the movie mm-hmm. and like show like every every scene, but like it's like I like trailers that show off more the mood mm-hmm. or like uh yeah the mood and tone of the film. Like basically, just kind of like giving you like the basic idea of what you're gonna ex- what you should expect, and then like have the final shot. Of course, the final shots always gotta be like the you know the big, mm-hmm. the big like okay, I have to see this in the theater. But like you know, basically mood trailers. Can I can yeah. I give an example of that? Oh yeah, sure. I think Jordan Peele when he does with his movies and like trailers is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like he does like you know he doesn't give almost anything away. That's how you kind of like are forced to go and watch it because you're like, well, I want to see what happens, you know. And then when you watch it, it's like, damn, I would have never got any of this from the trailer. I don't know if you guys have went through the same like experience. Oh, yeah. Total yeah. Uh, mystery. Right. And uh, even misdirects. In this oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gives you just enough yeah. to get you in there. Mm-hmm. Just enough to get that ass in that seat. <laughs> Very Get your ass in that seat. Very <laughs> so I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm there day one. I'm there with my popcorn. I'm there before the movie even comes out. With my ass out. <laughs> Jonathan's in the theater. like, no. I'm here to see Nope. Sir, that doesn't come out for another month. I don't count. <laughs> I'm sold. But yeah, that was all the, uh, basically all the trailers for a, uh, for a Comic-Con. Well, I know it's not on the list, but Bullet Train. Quick thoughts. I'm curious. I'm sold. I want to watch. Oh it. yeah, that's a trailer. That's a double trailer where it's like they showed the whole movie. Yeah, but, but I still uh, want to watch it. But yeah, it looks fun. Uh, the action looks cool. I like. Yes. The cast. For some reason, I thought that had already came out because I hadn't seen like a lot of it. I think it comes out in two weeks, like yeah. in August or something. It comes out yeah. in August, yeah. But like in my mind, because they were showing like a lot of previews trailer, yeah. of it back in like the NBA Finals back yeah. in June, mm-hmm. and They're heavily promoting, it, and yeah. then it it just kind of went away, mm-hmm. and I was thinking, oh, it's probably already out. But no, I guess not. Yeah, I feel like advertising usually has a weird dip. Yeah. And then, like, when it starts, like, I don't know, like, maybe getting like close a, or something. Yeah. Like, two or three weeks out, it's like it's everywhere all mm-hmm. of a sudden. So it's like that kind of thing, probably. Yeah. It's kind of like a bang. Damn. Yeah. It's a cool. I like that sound. Okay. <laughs> it's the, it's the Doppler effect. Well, I think we're ready for the John next Burgundy. Segment. Thank you for the news. Thank you guys. Uh, that was a long one. Um, Alec, yep. Tell us some history, man. What what happened today in history? All right. So on this day in film history, in 1993, and in 1993, my bad, 1953. August, and you're cut. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled a Jonathan. <laughs> oh, whoa. Uh, yeah, but on this day in 1953. Uh, Warner Brothers cartoon Dark Duck Dodgers in the 24th and a half century, starring Daffy Duck and Porky Pig, and directed by Chuck Jones, is released. The cartoon appears in Steven Spielberg's Close Encounter of the Third Kind, and I chose this movie because Close Encounters of the Third Kind is so not to spoil, but it's similar to Nope. Oh, in a way, mm. it has a similar. Uh, I should say it again. Similar visual language. Okay. To, uh, like close Encounter of the Third Kind. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we could get more into that when we discuss Note. But yeah, that's why I chose it. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. So now, 
I guess now we can talk about uh we can talk about some Thor, Love and Thunder, some Stranger Things season four, and Nope. Wow. Yeah. So I haven't seen Nope. I'm planning on seeing it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know when. Maybe Sunday I might go. Mm-hmm. Um, but what did you guys think? Because I know it's fresh. You guys just saw it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So give us give us your thoughts on it. And you can spoil it. I don't care. I'm not going to remember it. Uh, you go first, Jonathan. I'd like to hear yours. Yeah. So I was amazed. You know, again, like I said, like, because. Well, just, just don't spoil if it has like a plot twist ending. Oh, that's what I was going to go into, though. Well, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no. I was going to go off, off top. <laughs> this is what happened here. I was going to go guns blazing. You know? No, no, no. Um, well, first of all, I'll start off with saying, like, you know, again, like I, like I reiterated, uh, the trailers almost never give anything away. So I'm always curious of, like, what it'll, what it'll actually be. And from, like, the opening scene, I was like, dang, what is happening? Like, how is this anything related to what we're going to watch, you know, because mm-hmm. I, I kind of went in there with like a thought or like, you know, an idea, whatever, whatever I thought. And then, <laughs> and then like, cause I don't want to like spoil it. So that's, I'm like careful with my words. And then like when, like the first opening shot, you see like, you know, what you see. And mm-hmm. I was like, how does this going to connect? You know, that was my first, thought. I was like, how is this going to connect? And like, I'm just can't wait. And then, um, I mean, I don't think it's a spoiler or anything. Uh, and you can let me know when to stop if it's spoiling anything. I'm not gonna know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like if it sounds like it's spoiling, I guess I'll tell you. <laughs> no, no, okay. <laughs> but like, but like, um, it has to do with like there's some parts with horses in it, and so I have a friend who's a cowboy and like is has his own horse and like trains it and all that. And there were some scenes where like he's like training the horse and like doing a bunch of stuff. And I was watching it, and then I was like, oh, that's actually like very authentic a lot of the stuff that they did and Mm -hmm. like talked about about with like the horse training and like doing stuff with the horses i was like oh that's a hundred percent like real Hmm. and like yeah i just found that interesting about like you know that 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 part being pretty accurate right yeah yeah what's what's the runtime on it it's like two hours yeah like Like two hours 135 30 minutes okay yeah not bad on there yeah Mm mm-hmm just like over two hours. I think mm-hmm. it was like two hours and eleven minutes, yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, that, those are my thoughts. What do you on the, what's the scale though? Ooh. Okay, so we got we got ass, yeah, we got mid, mm-hmm. we got peak. I would say it is mid peak. Yeah, okay. that's what I put on my scale. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then and then I'll and then I'm gonna ask you too, Alec. Rank it. Jordan Peele, Get Out, Us, and Nope. Rank them. Okay. For me, I would say Get Out, always top, because that's what we started off with. And I still think it's, like, you know, one of the best. Then Nope, and then Us. Okay. Yeah. But that's my personal scale. Right. Okay. So, uh, so I... I uh, managed to fit in time to see uh, Nope twice, actually. Oh. Saw it both times in IMAX. And, On uh, IMAX. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> if you want to see the movie, uh, that's the best way to see it, I think. Fully? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It takes, Peel takes full advantage of the IMAX camera. But um, but um, pretty much I'm in a somewhat similar boat with Jonathan. Where uh, like I didn't, I tried not to like look too deep into the theories or anything, and I didn't really 
mm-hmm. know exactly what was going to happen besides it being related to, uh, you know, uh, aliens and UFOs and stuff like that. No, I'm just kidding. It hasn't like in the trailer. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't even in the posters. Like. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Go ahead. But, um, but yeah, the first, the first scene is a very interesting choice to make for this. I was like, okay, this is extremely interesting, kind of disturbing. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but, oh yeah. Uh, but then, as the movie went on, I was uh, I was actually extremely amazed by uh, Jordan Peele's direction. Not that his direction in the last two movies were bad, because they're they're still really good. But um, this one, it feels like it feels like a perfect combination of like Steven Spielberg, M Night Shyamalan, and like mm. somebody like John Carpenter. It felt like that. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, that perfect mix of like like spectacle horror and then just like even like western there's like a it becomes mm-hmm. not to spoil it, but it becomes a it becomes a western movie at a certain point in the movie okay i can and, see that yeah <laughs> and um and um this whole time and this whole time it's like it, this movie's filled with uh you know themes and uh and uh, i don't want to too much. It's a hard yeah. movie to talk about without spoiling. It is, yeah. <laughs> it's because it's so deep. But like, yeah, yeah. I've been seeing people, um, pretty much being like, "Oh, well, how does this connect to that? And why? Yeah. Why did this happen? Why? Why was that needed?" But uh, it basically a lot of it fits into Peel talking about the idea of a spectacle and how like people make a spectacle out of things. Mm. And um. Recently on Twitter, um, last night actually, you know, y'all know Logan Paul. Yes. Yes. Uh, he made a Twitter thread saying that he hates the movie and didn't understand anything. Oh no! And uh, you're lying. So, no, yeah, I'll show you. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! But after this, but um, yeah, he made a whole Twitter thread. Uh, it's very spoiler heavy. So hold on, hold on, hold on. He was probably like, "This is too smart for me. I don't get it." For the most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, he's like, "This is all of this stuff is going over my head." <laughs> but yeah, the um, and it's interesting because I feel like it, the fact that he didn't get it is funny because I feel like a lot of the movie is about like stuff that he pulled, like with the whole you know Japanese forest thing. Ooh, I feel like it's kind of like playing on that of like how people kind of like try to get views or like clout or just like looking at things they shouldn't and and like we get like a we get like a high off of that for some reason and uh, i'm sure we're all like guilty of that kind of thing we're just like oh maybe we want to watch this video or like we're doing you know or like get get this shot in order to get that get that you know you know that uh recognition you know mm-hmm. and uh, i feel like it plays into those themes very well and especially with a certain character played by uh steven yun uh, his character uh, really like, really like, sh- like uh, displays that theme. He did really well. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. really great, and uh, also uh, the the lead character Daniel Kaluuya's character is also has a. Again, I don't want to spoil it, but uh, <laughs> I know they both both those characters have a Go a ahead. bit of survivor's guilt. Go ahead. And <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> both those characters have a bit of survivor's guilt. That also plays into um I never thought about that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, having like 
Well, you watched it twice. Pretty much what it's called. Uh, <laughs> you watched it twice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But okay. a bunch of characters of Viral's guilt, and uh, even Daniel Kaluuya's character kind of asks uh, Kiki Palmer, who plays his sister in the movie, uh, what's a bad miracle? Mm. And it's just like, it's just like how, uh, it's like, why am I still here? Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Why am I still here? And like, how, it's like, how did anybody not like, see this you know that kind of thing yeah so it's like it was very interesting the uh, the themes that jordan peele was playing into this one and i really liked it okay especially um and then you realize that this is kind of like his version of jaws and uh that doesn't make wow. sense right now but when you see the movie you well, understand yeah <laughs> it's blowing I, my mind man because, <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of i i know that like there's aliens mm-hmm. right, right. <clears throat> um and so when you said it's kind of like his jaws, I was like, okay, like I could just see not like his jaw, but like his jaws jaw. Movie. This is Jordan Peele's jaw. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, that's all it is. His handsome jaw. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just felt like a throwback to those uh, classic uh, action horror movies like Jaws and uh, Signs and. Uh, even like you, you know, tremors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot of it felt like tremors too. All right. <laughs> yeah, especially in the third act. But yeah. All right. But yeah, I highly recommend checking out Nope and seeing theaters and uh yeah. yeah. So Nope is a. <sighs> yep. Yes. <laughs> I was gonna say um, to to add on to what you said though, I think like one of the big major like themes of that movie. Mm-hmm. The main character, Daniel Kaluuya, actually said it himself because, like, my sister was like, even at the end, like, was also asking, me, like, so what kind of was it all about? And I was like, don't you remember when he said this, this, and that? And it's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of literally, he said it for the audience. You know how, like, say it. Uh, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, but I remember how, like, in, in, like, when we were writing uh, Game Over Love or short, uh, the short film or whatever, there was, like, some questions like, oh, but how do we, like, <laughs> know that they're like a couple or like yeah. you know there was like questions like that when we were screening it and like you know to make sure we like the audience understood and all that yeah and then there was a point where you were like what do i need to what do i need to do for the people to understand it, it was like do i need to like have the characters like fucking say say it or something like you yeah. know like what i mean and i felt like you know like when he said it i was like okay you know sometimes like as as the writer and director you kind of like when you're making films like this like very like complicated integral and like i don't know really well movies mm-hmm. you kind of have to think about like the audience that aren't i would say like capable of getting it stupid yeah they're stupid people no <laughs> but uh yeah but um but yeah, I feel like what Logan Paul was trying to do, I don't know. It felt like instead of trying to understand the movie, he was trying to be better than it. That's how I felt. That's how I kind of saw his whole thread. Yeah. So it was like, I don't know. It's kind of like you're being ignorant to what the film is trying to say. To try to. Instead like, of just like having a conversation about it. That's why I like a, that's what I like about movies too. Like, yeah. Even it's like, you know, over at the end of the day, it's an art form. Mm-hmm. And you can interpret it in any way you want, either in it's right or wrong. And uh, so they had him to not have like a you know an actual conversation about it and just like oh, this is this is wrong this is stupid why did he do this this is, this is stupid this is uh, me Logan Paul <laughs> ep- expert filmmaker <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just like 
Uh, but yeah, but yeah, it's a but yeah, I really like the movie though overall. Okay, mm-hmm. two more things to add to that. Sorry, I know we're we're, we're gonna like trying to move on to this, but two well, things you got a lot of mind. editing to do. I know, I know. <laughs> but um, one was um, oh, I think it just went away. Well, I'll go to the other one. I'll go to the other one. I'm gonna have to add all this. Oh my god! <laughs> but um, uh, the, when they asked Jordan Peele, why did you choose the name Nope? Right, out of anything that you could have chosen, he said, "I wanted to make a movie that like people would just like sit there under in the chair and just be like, Nope, Nope, No, nope. Oh hell no, don't do that or whatever." And I was like, "Oh wow, that's pretty like." Is that the genius. is that the reason why? That's literally what he said. At least I, that's what they said in an interview. Oh yeah, and then number two, now I remember. Um, was that a lot of Jordan Peele's movies kind of cause you to have a conversation, or like you, like you said, spark that conversation? Because it's like you know, it has some like deep themes that you just can't just like watch and just be like, oh okay, or like you know, just you know, like a regular film that you just watch, you're like oh wow, that's a good movie. No, like you actually go and talk to um, whoever else has watched it, and like oh, Logan Paul. <laughs> He's not gonna conversate about anything. <laughs> he he just no no, no like, you know you I'm know the Maverick. I don't no, know you know he you know what he wants to watch Minions. <laughs> Probably yeah, <laughs> Minions: The Rise of Gru. Now that's a movie I can get behind. He's like that's a movie that's easily understandable. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Logan. No, don't come for me. No, you're not. Don't come for me with your millions of dollars. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, great movie. Yeah. Um. Also, the film is shot by Hoita Van Hoitema. That's a big name. That is. Wow. I got that one. Just dropped it on us. But uh, cinematography by him. And uh, he's the cinematographer behind all of, not all of them, but uh, the last couple of Christopher Nolan's films, like uh, Interstellar, Mm. uh, Tenet, and uh, Tenet, not Tenet, Tenet, and uh, his newest film, uh, Oppenheimer, which is coming out. That's crazy. Oh, that's why they like, promoted that right or like yeah because yeah. it's the same okay yeah it's coming out next year and um and also the music the score for the movie was really great mm-hmm. i really loved the score for the film that was done by michael abels i think that's how i pronounce his name but yeah those are like uh those were also a big highlight for me okay so uh so i ask you now mm-hmm. ass mid peak Hmm. I almost want to say peak. Okay. Why? What's stopping you? Uh, there's a certain, a certain chapter break thing that he does in the film that I kind of understand why he did it, but it wasn't needed. Like you know, the, I think uh, I know what name, you're talking about. The names of the uh, yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, that he does in the film. That's kind of it. Kind kind of comes in late. In the movie, and it's was kinda... it the third chapter or the fourth? It was the... so. There's chapters. Uh, kind of, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. It kind of comes in late to the point where it's like, oh, we're doing this now, okay? Because there was one chapter that was. <laughs> you're talking about the chapter that was shortest, right? And then it jumps right into the. Oh uh, no! It's all of them, like all the chapter headline breaks. Like, no, but of... you said that there was one chapter that you thought that like, I you understand why it was there, but it kind of felt late. Oh no! It's like the overall, like the uh, the whole the whole device of using those chapters. Oh yeah, it kind of came late. Yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. that I definitely agree with you. Yeah, because it came out of nowhere. Like when Mm -hmm. I first saw it, I was like, "Oh, we're doing this now." (laughs) It's like you you know what I mean. uh, Even though it does play into the theme of uh, 
know, exploitation. And like, yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, when Jamal, when you see this, uh, I want to do another discussion. For yeah, sure. we're gonna have to talk yeah. about the spoilers because I do have a lot more to say about it. But yeah. uh, we'll but, yeah. call we'll call this the preliminary. Uh, Ooh. Yeah. Preliminary <laughs> yeah. Oh, where do you rank it? And get uh, out us uh, and nope. Um, I'll say get out number one. Okay. Yes. Two, I would say nope. Okay. Yes. Three, us. Let's go. Now I haven't seen it. Obviously, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm probably gonna be with you guys on on the ranking there. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think I just think us wasn't ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I do I I do like his movies. Um, and us, there was some good parts in it, so I am excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll probably have to get on that quick. And, and just shout out to a a black filmmaker who's uh, making. So many cool mm-hmm. genre movies in general. Me? Yeah. Uh, you too. <laughs> yes, you too. But Jordan Peele. Thank you. Jordan Peele out here. Yeah. Making really, a really great original, you know, very uh, thought-provoking, but entertaining films. So, yeah. yeah. Shout right. out to you. Just right. like breaking the mold a bit. From yeah. The, from what giving Hollywood. us a break. Exactly. Giving us a break from like. Watered the, down the, industry stuff. Yeah, they're yeah. making the uh, you know the M- Emmett Till story. Really? Yeah, they're making a movie out of that. I was like, oh great, more black pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm gotta sure remind gonna, you. I'm sure it's gonna be good, but like, I'm just like, yeah, we it, can we can do more as a as a people. Like we mm. want we want to even though these stories should be told, but still, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're we're more than just slaves and and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we're more than slaves and like yeah, being yeah. abused. Yeah, all the time. Isn't that yeah. what Tyrese Gibson said? Stop watching these movies. <laughs> Stop I mean, I watch it because I want to support, you know, black filmmakers. But yeah, wait, is he leading that? Huh? Is Jordan Peele leading that? Is he like direct? No. Oh, no, okay, okay, okay. No, gotta it was, get, like, it was a tr- the trailer before the second time I saw it. I saw the trailer for a uh, Emmett Till movie. Mm. It is called Till. But uh, yeah, gotcha. But, yeah, shout out to him. Breaking them old. Nice. And so we can we can come back to Stranger Things because that can be in its own like yeah. uh, thing. But um, Thor, Love and Thunder. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Have you uh, seen it? Do do I look like I'm going to see it? No, no, no. I, I just wanted to know if you've seen it. Jamal being. Oh. <laughs> I don't like superhero movies, but I did see Thor. Well, I saw Thor. Thor. <laughs> I, I had to see Thor. <laughs> Like, okay, in my opinion, oh, wait, can I go first? You already talked. Right, well, I was just going to say, yeah, I was already talking. Okay, in my opinion, Thor, Love, and Thunder, can I just rate it? Yeah, if you don't okay. want to talk about it. No, 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 because I, well, okay, so should I talk about it first and then rate it or rate it and then talk about it? Do you? Off the dome. <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay, I think it was ass mid. Okay. Ass mid. I love that so much. Ass mid. Ass mid. And I I think it was like ass mid just because like I see what they were trying to or like I feel that they've tried to incorporate like what they thought was made Ragnarok good and like tons of money mm-hmm. and like the success of Ragnarok and just like we're gonna copy that formula and slap it into Thor Love and Thunder. <laughs> And so what we got was like a bunch of like watered down stories. What I felt it was like, mm, like 
let's just focus on the comedy. Like, forget mm-hmm. about the story. Because, like, I was like, I was telling my friend, like, I'm a big Christian Bale fan. Like, I love, like, his acting and, like, what he does in movies. But I just didn't feel that he got enough screen time that he should have. Especially as a villain. Like, I really didn't see his, like, um, I guess, like, character, like, mm-hmm. unfold or mm-hmm. develop. There you go. That's the right word. Ooh, I used words too <laughs> i know word, words like <laughs> i don't use visual language like, like but no like you know i i wish his character was more developed i just feel like they kind of like hit the points they needed to and kind of felt a little bit rushed yeah and made a lot of unnecessary stuff like you know i i, I like my hee-hees and ha-has and time to time ho, ho-hos you know ho-ho donuts and whatnot um <laughs> Your hoes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, 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 ho hoes. Oh my god, he called Natalie Portman a hoe. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> you know, I like my entertainment stuff and my comedy as well, but like, I just feel like they put, you know, Thor Ragnarok on on steroids or something. Like, it was just way too much comedy, like enough to like be taking the movie seriously, in my opinion. Mm. But um. Yeah, that's why I give it as mid. And then let me just rate it real quick. Ragnarok, still top. I still think Thor, Love, and Thunder was better than the first two. So Ragnarok, then Thor, Love, and Thunder, and then Thor 1, and then Thor 2 last. Thor 2 was just ass. Okay, uh, so that's Dark a, World. that's a sequel that wasn't so good. I'm a, Oh, yeah, I'm a, I, I, that was part of my list, too. Okay. But we'll talk about that. Yeah. Alec. Uh, yeah, I basically do agree. Uh, pretty much everything Jonathan said, I do think that um, they were you know, being uh, the director of Taika Waititi. He brought in a uh, a sense of humor to the Thor movie that once wasn't really there, making it like you know more of a over the top cosmic adventure, uh, corn like a bit corny mm-hmm. kind of thing to it. Like a, it feels like a '80s, like it feels like an '80s music video mm. <laughs> on a big big budget scale. Like, I mean, we get, like, the nod to the 80s, but to make it, like, like Alex said, like, a, a whole yeah. 80s music video. <laughs> like, I was watching a, um, I don't know, I was watching a Kiss music video or something. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> yeah, they try to bring that back. They they basically do everything that Ragnarok did, but up it by 11. Oh. And. Uh, <laughs> crank it. <laughs> and Marvel get, said, crank it. <laughs> Because the movie actually does start off very well with uh, Christian Bale's mm-hmm. character, whose uh, name is Gore. Exactly. And uh, it has uh, it starts off with an interesting theme of, like, are gods good people? Are they, like, you know, are they actually here to, like, uh, protect us? Or, like, you know, actually, like, you know. Just, just oh, no, I don't care. I was going to say, that sounds like some deep shit. Right? Yeah, it's like, it's like it's, it feels like it's going to be a really deep thing. Yeah. Where, like, I don't know, Thor is going to question himself. It was like, he is a right. god. Thor is a god. And, uh, but, you know, they're, but in the movie, they portray gods as very selfish people. So, like, and Thor does, does have those traits to a certain degree. So it's kind of like, oh, this could be a very interesting film where, like, Thor questions himself. And like agrees with the the viewpoints of the bad guy. Only if, but uh, nope. Uh, Thor is a big old himbo dum dum. <laughs> he likes to with muscles. With muscles, yeah, yeah. He, I, I wish they kept him fat throughout the whole film, but they didn't. You know why though, right? Uh, because they because they didn't sell tickets. 
No, 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 no. Yeah, oh yeah, the little you flick too he hard. Was, he was looking massive, like that man. I don't know what his workout regimen is, but Jesus Christ. Oh yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Jamal made a gesture that uh, we won't say on this podcast, but uh, if you know, you know. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, he looked he looked uh, like a god. <laughs> but yeah, the rest of the movie it just felt like everything felt undercooked. Where um, the whole thing with gore, he like Jonathan says he wasn't in it as much as he should have been. Then uh, the whole subplot with Jane Foster was like as interesting how she becomes like you know the new Thor basically, but then as like gets kind of sidetracked for like a brief period. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn it. No, yeah, because I was like, I completely forgot about that. Like, yeah. I forgot she was even a character. Like, she, she yeah, character Natalie, Portman's, Natalie Portman's character as Jane Foster becomes Thor. And um, then she becomes Thor, and they kind of forget about her subplot for a bit. And then um, there's also, you know, Tessa Thompson's character, who's mm-hmm. like trying to adjust to being the new king of Asgard. That's pretty much gone after a little bit. And then um, there's this, and uh, basically the whole movie just substitutes uh, storytelling for uh, for comedy, mm. and uh, because there's a whole sequence, you know, sequence Jonathan where they have a uh, stage performance. Oh my goodness! Of the uh, of, uh, Matt Damon. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Matt Damon. I was Loki like, why? Melissa McCarthy as a. <laughs> As a Thor sister, mm-hmm. and mm. uh, it, it goes on for at least four minutes. Oh, it's about yeah, it's about, it was pretty long. They had in this, and correct me if I'm wrong. They had a lot of uh, Chris Hemsworth's family in this. They, I think they said the <laughs> oh, yeah, the, the, the daughter plays the daughter playing the daughter plays a major part in this movie. And then the son was was uh, actually Thor when he was young. Yeah, was that was the son. And I think even like uh, one of the Chris. Uh, one of Chris Hemsworth's brother, not the other, one, not the one that's known. What is it? Uh, Liam. Liam. Not Liam. Was playing, I think, either a Thor in the in the in the play yeah. in the play in the little play sequence. Mm. But so uh, yeah, yeah. Chris Hemsworth said, "Come on, guys, I'll give you guys a job." And you're trying to get the whole family paid. <laughs> yeah, right? the movie was just bring your kid to work day. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I was like, wow, you got your daughter play a extremely important role in this movie. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's like it's in. I was like, okay, cool, that's good for you. <laughs> you know, it's great to have your dad be Thor <laughs> for a living, but not you be in Thor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the whole movie is like there are funny parts, but there are also parts where it's just like the joke completely falls flat. Mm. And uh, I enjoyed uh, Russell Crowe as, as Zeus. Yes, that's flat. It's like, <laughs> But yeah, Russell Crowe <laughs> as Zeus is, is pretty funny. And yeah. uh Christian Bale does a great job as Gore for the for the scenes he's in. But overall this felt like I was watching I was watching like an episode in a of a I was watching it felt like I was watching a season of a TV show condensed to under two hours. Mm. Oof. That's how it felt like it was harsh, like, and then nothing was really being taken too seriously. It was like to the point where it's like, well, why should I take uh, the threat seriously that's happening right now? So just kind of like, and Thor doesn't mm. really get a scratch throughout this whole movie, but everybody else does, which is funny. Well, why? <laughs> if they see a scratch on that god body, on that they body. won't sell <laughs> <and> tickets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, um, 
And I was going to say, I think another thing that I uh, saw or read that um, both Chris and the director, Taika, when they were watching the movie themselves and they saw all the end credits and they were waiting for like the, um, what is it? The, the post-credits. Post-credit scene. Um, the very last thing that it says is Thor will return. And that both Thor, you know, Chris Hemsworth and Taika were shocked to see that because they thought this was like, okay, we're done. Oh, okay. And they did not. And like that. And I was a surprise to me because I thought they would know when they're rehired. Yeah. And like that they would see kind of like, I guess, maybe the editing process or something. or I don't know. But yeah, they said that they saw that said Thor will return. And both of them were shocked. They were like, damn, we made this ass mid of a movie and we're going to get <laughs> now back. Now we got to come back. <laughs> gonna, we got to make another ass mid. <laughs> mid. Mid. At this point, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if like Taika was like even caring. Like he's like, I did, I, I did you guys a favor with doing Ragnarok and you guys just like, you know, you know, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It felt like Tiger was taking a bit of a, a nap throughout most of this movie. <laughs> I can't lie. Yeah. <laughs> now I just don't know what to like, kind of like blame either director or that or Marvel. Cause you know how Marvel can be with like the directors and like, we want it like this. I'm assuming a lot of the choices he wrote the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's a director and everything. Uh, Taika, I don't know. This felt like he's an Academy Award-winning filmmaker, so I feel like they would give him more control. And he made mm. it, and he made the most successful Thor, Thor movie. So I was like, why not give him more control? Right. And I felt like, and I felt like they could have reined them back a bit on parts, mm. especially a lot of account about uh, the goats. <laughs> You'll, get it. You'll get it tomorrow. Yeah, I was like goats. <laughs> there's a uh, there's giant intergalactic screaming goats. Screaming goats that uh take them across the galaxy hmm. on a boat. That sounds like I'm gonna pass on. <laughs> now that's, that's, I'm like, no, thank like, you. That sounds like a hard pass. Yes. I don't know about you, but for me, when I noticed that this movie was gonna be very comical, was in that beginning fight scene. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? When mm-hmm. He's on the planet. And he's like fighting. Yeah, that movie instead of being just like super choreographed or whatever, like you know, this like it could, a big good moment for like you know something great. I was like, this is just literally like ass of like of like action. You tell me you don't like seeing uh Thor do the splits, Bruh, I was like, <laughs> and then he was just like looking at. The, Got this John Claude Van Damme going on. <laughs> I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "I was like, I was see that part praying. made me laugh." That I was like, "That was like one of the few." That was like, "No, no, I'm not saying a big laugh." I'm not saying like it was bad. I'm saying like, "Oh, please don't let it be a lot of this." Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of that. There was a lot of that. <laughs> and then it was just uh, all of that. Uh, Marvel also has a bit of a CGI problem right now. Mm. Oh, have you guys not heard? I've heard of it. But, okay. Uh, yeah, go ahead. It explains why the uh, CGI has been kind of lackluster lately in the MCU movies. Didn't they fire somebody or something? Uh, no, apparently it's a VFX artist. Uh, you know, there's like VFX artists, studio mm-hmm. houses and stuff like that. They basically uh, refuse to uh, work with Marvel because mm-hmm. I guess they are... They are very uh, tough to work with because, they, you know, they have to release these movies at a certain time and, and uh, VFX, you know, it takes a lot of time to get them, you know, you know, as perfect as possible. Yeah, and uh, you know they have people doing crunch time over overpaid underpaid hours like yeah. you know, overtime. 
And, uh, you know, people are having mental breakdowns and stuff like that working on these movies. Jeez. I'm just kind of like, no, yeah. Wow. I was like, and it's kind of like explains why the VFX and the CGI have been like kind of weak yeah. in the last couple of movies. And uh, it fits because they have these movies coming out damn near back to back within like two months of each other. And if you, th- if you think about it, that's what like um, Doctor Strange, which was a mm-hmm. heavily VFX. Then we have uh, Miss Marvel, another movie that was like also pretty like, you know, kind of I would say like kind of heavy on the VFX because yeah. like of her powers. Mm-hmm. And then we have Thor: Love and Thunder. That's like back to back to back. Like you said, like pretty heavy VFX. And then I don't know if you guys have heard this, but like some people were complaining about like She Hulk. <laughs> some people were complaining about <laughs> She Hulk not looking like muscular uh, and yeah, like all that because yeah. like in the comic books it's like. She's like muscular, like you mm-hmm. know, and in this, like she's just like, like her, a, a tall just woman. the green, a yeah, just woman. like the tall. <laughs> a tall it is. Tall, I don't know if you seen woman. like the 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 not the commercials, like the trailers and stuff like that, or like pictures. No, but it's literally like they didn't, like they didn't put any effort into it, or like you know, or, or have you guys seen the like the old old Hulk movies when they were like when yeah, when they were like, <laughs> and it's literally just a, like a bodybuilder painted in green. That's literally what, show, what show, it looks. Show like. some respect to Lou. Lou for I'm sorry. Show, show some the respect. OG Hulk. Show some respect to Lou, Hulk, baby. No, no, no. I'm not. Sh- like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, because you know we've come a long way with BFX and all that, but like you know, it's looking like that's where we're going again. <laughs> like Jeez. they look, it looks like the the She Hulk literally just like a tall woman just painted in green. I believe Marvel asked them to make her look less muscular. But I heard that um, it was because of also, like, since, like, the whole protests and all that. And, like, not protests, but, like, them refusing to work with Marvel and all that because it's just way too much money to, like. Because mm-hmm. I remember that was, like, a whole thing with uh, Avengers Infinity War. Why, mm-hmm. you know, um, Hulk was just Bruce Banner for the majority of the movie. Right, yeah. Instead of the Hulk. But, yeah. Mm. They're just near whipping the uh, CGI artists. But yeah, Thor 11 Thunder ass mid. Woo! <laughs> two for two. So happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- and I'll tell you guys why. Alec is peak cinema critique. So if, if I'm cl- <laughs> if I'm close. Don't put me on a high standard. You if mean. I'm <laughs> close to his standards, I know I made it. I know I made it. <laughs> I have arrived, mother. I have achieved everything that I want. <laughs> but yeah, my rankings of the Thor movies, I would say Ragnarok number one. Yes. Uh, probably maybe this one number two, but I don't know. I like the first the first one, even though it's not a great mm. movie. I don't know. I like right. I like the uh, I don't know the Shakespearean aspect of the first <laughs> Thor movie a lot. Honestly, <clears throat> uh, laugh all you want, Jonathan. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh- <laughs> Go go ahead. Keep on reading. Keep on reading. <laughs> I don't know. I like how I don't know. I like the seriousness in that movie. And um yeah. The first Thor in the third category and then I the last one's the second one. What does that mean? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> That's racist. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I had another joke there. God oh, no. <laughs> Good thing we aren't live. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, baby. Good thing we are yeah, live. That's, uh, that's, our movie. That's, that's the reviews. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I want to take a quick shout out to uh, the gray man that was ass. Oh, no. <laughs> Russo Brothers' latest 
feature. You didn't, you didn't like that one? No. Okay. I Ryan watched Gosling. It. I watched do it better. The, watched it in the theater. You were seven dollars. So. Oh man! He well, wasted seven dollars. Well, Instead, he could have yeah. gone to Netflix for free, <laughs> or not free, but you know what I mean. <laughs> I want to watch it in the theater since uh, Joe Russo's is, uh, the movie theaters uh, are not sacred. So uh, yeah. <laughs> Stop supporting the Russos, man! Like you, you, you have said yourself. Ah. <laughs> He's like the mid. No, you said the mid brothers. <laughs> I want to see in the theater. So I was like, it was like Woo! it was a plane. It was playing at you know the Maya. Yeah, yeah. You know the Maya. Yeah, yeah. And it was like seven bucks. So I was like, why not? Sure. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that was a movie. Could have just spent those seven bucks on popcorn. <laughs> Did you even get snacks for that movie? Did I got I brought my sour patch candy? I I you brought, brought the Maya. You know what? You know where to get it. You know where to look for. Oh wait, no! <laughs> what are you the the screaming goats? <laughs> to collect the goats. But um, yeah. So we'll close it out. And Alec, you had came up with a a suggestion for us. Mm-hmm. So since you suggested it. You can start it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we are going to recommend a movie to each, and we're going to watch it, and we're going to review it on the following episode. Yep. So, what are we going to be watching? Uh, well, there is a uh, a big, big film that came out earlier this year, and it is not from America. Oh. It is from. Tollywood, which is in India. Oh, okay. I thought it was Bollywood. Tollywood, because uh, it's called Tollywood because it's not a musical type sp- thing. No, they speak <laughs> they speak a language. They oh. speak a language separate from Hindi. It is, it's a tell. Oh no! <laughs> You're Tollywood. You got scared. <laughs> Tollywood's coming for me. But uh, they speak. I think it's, I think it's pronounced Talagu. Okay. Uh, they speak uh, different from Hindi, but uh, yeah, it's called Tollywood. And uh, and uh, it's a movie called RRR. I don't know if you guys have heard of it or not. How do you know? <laughs> how, do, how do you spell it? R R R. Literally R R R. Just the letters R R R. So just three R's. Yes. So R R R. But uh, but uh, yes, I recommend this movie because I. It is on Netflix. Okay. It is, so it's easy to easy to uh, access. Oh, goody. I don't have to pay anything. Yeah. But uh, it's easy to access. And um, just to let you guys know, it's a three-hour movie. Son of a bitch. But, <laughs> but, but, I, but I promise you this. It will be the fastest and most action-packed three hours of your life. Okay. Well. That, that you've seen in a film. Okay. I've seen like... Um, like TikToks and like clips or like on YouTube of like like Bollywood movies of like the most outrageous stunts and all that. So tell, yeah, but I'm telling you, every action scene in this film feels like the third act action sequence. <laughs> it feels like the end. It feels like the end of the movie. Okay. Oh wow! Like okay. every action sequence is like so over the top and spectacular that you kind of just want to get up and just like and just like. Fight somebody. Fist in the air. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> Makes you want to get up and go, go and fight yeah, somebody. Go. Bar. You want to see him fucking do it. <laughs> but no, it actually has a general, generally a uh, good story to it. Mm-hmm. And I think you guys will get a real kick out of it. But yeah, this is called RRR. And uh, 
you know, it's one of the big international hits that came out this year. Okay. All right. So that's what we're gonna watch, yeah. And then we're gonna uh, we're gonna review it, talk about it, see what we like, say what we didn't like, mm-hmm. and then uh, and then we're gonna get into some sequels, and we're gonna keep this thing rolling, man. So of course, cinema. <laughs> what can we say? That's it. I don't know. With love to cinema. Oh, that's that. That's the Barry White voice right there. <laughs> to cinema. Sound like sound like Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Cinema. Would you love me? We're humping you. <laughs> oh I, no. I would. <laughs> that's so if, if we're watching R R R and that's how we're gonna be <laughs> That's pure testosterone. That's okay. Okay. I like that. Mm. I like that. I'm, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my kettle corn because I like kettle corn. Mm-hmm. Regular popcorn too. <laughs> I'm just like kettle <laughs> corn in the ass. And on that note, cinema, we love you, and we will see you soon. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. Peace out.